Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, Dublin! Hello, Ireland! Stevens Green, there in, in the heart of his city, having a lovely, lovely piece of green grass, the flowers, and everything, but the people go in, rambling around at your leisure. There's not a city in the world where you can have like it. I must say, I do really love Ireland, and I do like living here. I, I know that. I often talk with my boyfriend, oh, where we can live next? And because we do want to experience the world in general, it's not just that we want to stay in one place forever. Yeah. But I am not ready to move from here, you know? Like, I feel like I want to stay a bit longer, and I guess that's really positive yeah. from Ireland. <laughs> I do really enjoy it. And I do think it's the people. I really do think yeah. it's the easygoing type of uh, personalities that we can see everywhere. And it's just... You go into a bar and you have pint with everybody, you know, <laughs> regardless of where you are, and yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. When people have an opinion about Dublin and like an ingrained idea, which I don't think is true, okay. which and I think a lot of people think and they say to me, "There's nothing going on in Dublin. There's nothing to do here." and all this negative talk and I'm like you're insane I'm like let me tell you something to do every night of the week multiple things to do every night of the week because there's so much going on there's so many amazing restaurants there's so much talent in terms of music comedy magic drag dance there is so much to do Hello and welcome to A Life in Dublin. This is your host, Mark, slowly recovering from being a bit under the weather. You may still hear it a bit in my voice. In this episode of the podcast, myself and my good friend, Owen, are going to have a chat about an Irish television show which became a cultural phenomenon. Sometimes there are creative works that perhaps take on more than the sum of their parts due to them being propelled forward by the cultural zeitgeist which existed at the time. In this case, Father Ted rode that way from the mid-1990s all the way to 
current day Ireland. Myself and Owen chat about how Father Ted triggered verbal memes before that was even a thing, whether or not the Father Ted phenomenon will continue to exist into the future as the Irish zeitgeist begins to change. Thanks to all of you for listening. And now here's my conversation with Owen. It occurred to me, it occurred to me after we talked about, after we picked this, we might be the last generation, maybe with the generation like after us as well, like I know maybe five years younger or something like that. But people aren't going to get Father Ted references anymore. Even Irish people, it's like, it's, 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 what was it, 1996 was the last season? Yeah. We're getting on 30 years nearly, like. So this is the big theme, I think, that's going to be in this episode, right? Because yeah. when I, <clears throat> years ago, when I might have met someone who had moved to Ireland, I always said, if you can watch and understand Father Ted, you have, <laughs> you have, you have unlocked the door of Irish culture and uh-huh. you are now officially one of us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, because we, we would make so many comedic references in our day-to-day yeah. lives yeah. from Father Ted. And mm. you just don't get like absolutely silly stuff that I I can if you if you if you're listening to this and you've never watched Father Ted and what I'm gonna say, it's not funny. It is not funny, <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's if if example, for example, I look out the window and it's absolutely lashing rain, like really heavily rain. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll, I always comes into my head. It looks like rain, Ted. Um, <laughs> and it's so, so stupid. Like, obviously, I'm referencing, yeah. like, you know, Father Dougal in the program. It was this yeah. kind of dim, silly, stupid character. And, yeah, you know, just he was looking out the window when it was like thundering rain. And he's like, yeah, it was like, like rain, a full Ted. tornado. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a full tornado. Yeah, yeah. Or not tornado, but a hurricane. And, it looks and, like and Ted. Yeah. Little things like that became cultural <laughs> references. Before before we get into the into the, the what it meant to the zeitgeist of the time, what was Father Ted? Describe Father Ted in a few sentences. Um, well, it's a sitcom. It was like, a, uh, is that was that the word sitcom? Situational comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah a, like a very silly one, a very silly one. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's about well, first and foremost, it's a comedy, 30 minutes long, an episode or, or more or less. Um, and it's based on the lives of these three priests that live off the coast of the west of Ireland somewhere on an yeah. island called Craggy Island. Yeah. Um so I guess within that, you know. In and of itself, it started, I think, mid nineties, uh, yeah. maybe even early early nineties. I maybe in ninety three, ninety four. Like three seasons, yeah. I think like ninety three, ninety five, ninety six, something like that. Yeah, or maybe ninety four, ninety five, ninety six, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this was probably the time when Ireland was only beginning to, let's say question so more people were questioning what was happening with the catholic church in ireland um but the power of the church was still yeah you know it was still very strong and 
this was a very controversial thing to have you know first of all yes. people dressing up as a priest was it was a controversial thing to do and then to do it yeah. on television so much yeah. so that it, it wasn't actually aired by irish television exactly yeah um, it was produced but, in england he irish writers irish comedians irish actors made in england because yeah. ireland refused wouldn't make it because they didn't want they thought it'd be too controversial yeah um mm. I think I also heard that it was it was banned in the United States at some point as well. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so funny because it's so like if you said that today, if you said about like a show being banned, you'd be like, that must be pretty bad. They must say some really questionable things. Whereas Father Ted, like it was like near slapstick, some of the comedy, like it wasn't hard. OK, there was a there's a couple of episodes where they kind of hint at some sort of like uh abuses and like the church covering things up but uh but it's very subtly done it's not like in your face like it, like hard like uh ridicule of the church it was it was a comedy first and foremost you know absolutely um and a good one let's be honest yeah yes um extremely funny and captures the some silliness and darkness of the irish sense of humor i think as well yes. Yes, it, 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 like it. So, okay, so there was three seasons, six episodes a season, uh, and it, and then a Christmas special as well. That it's, 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 it's obligatory for all Irish people to watch the Father Ted Christmas special around Christmas time. It's not Christmas unless you watch Father Ted Christmas special. Uh, and it <laughs> just incredibly quickly it wasn't like it was there people paid attention and years later became a cult classic it was like as soon as it came out it was part of the popular culture like it was quoted constantly and it never went away until i don't like recent years it's just been so long that people don't get the references anymore but it was so there were so many mad episodes and so, everything was so quotable that there was not a, a situation, like you said, looking out the window, there's not a situation you couldn't come up with a Father Ted quote, right? Yeah. It was just like, just to break ice, you could just sit, you'd just be sitting there talking and then somebody could go, I didn't even shave this morning. <laughs> it's like, and that just like, people will get it straight away, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to, you know, to the Chinese's after. I mean, it's just, um yeah dermot morgan was... the, the the main actor yeah unfortunately passed away um i think at, while the, at the at the end like days after the final episode days after the final and i don't think it would have been the final episode i think they would have gone on to make four more seasons hmm. right or or i don't know well um um they what's what's the writer's name um uh fuck he's 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 in the bad books with everybody nowadays he's gone he's got some mad ideas nowadays sadly but um uh oh what's his name what oh geez that's gonna i'll come to me in a minute but he did the he wrote black books and he wrote it crowd as well and yeah. they both had um three seasons okay so maybe that so could have been his it could have been his thing right just to do three seasons um but um, but yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah. He so he died. Hmm. Yeah, um, which obviously was very sad because he was a, a huge talent and yes, made, he he made the show. 
Like obviously yes. every everybody in the show is brilliant, but perfectly cast, cast. that person that that he's a what what is he? How would you describe that? Is that almost like an anti-hero? It's like this guy who he he's the normal guy. Um who gets put onto this island with these other priests and he's got this kind of ambition of getting off the island mm-hmm. um, and kind of going back to normality. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's this conflicted character and you can see why he's actually there as well. So yeah. he is the, he is the witness in the show to all of this absolute madness that is happening around him. Yeah. Yeah. He He's the, he's the viewer, right? He's the viewer's point of view most of the time. Like he's the kind of straight man and he's just trying to keep things level yeah. while, while everything else around him is crazy. Yes. Mm. Um, and at the same time, he can add fuel to the fire <laughs> yes. the crazy yeah. times. Yeah. And, and in a way that you kind of, and it's just, it's incredibly well balanced. Like, like a, 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 you, you can see, you can see why he would make the decisions he does. You know, it's like, so you don't you you never you you you're always with the characters. You always want to see what they're going to do next, and always like kind of not trusting them, but like you you believe that like oh f- oh what's he done oh no like you 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 feel like oh I can see I can see why he made that choice, but it's a terrible one, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you think that Father Ted is 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 dying off, unfortunately, with the younger generations. I think so. I think it's just not talked about. Like, I, look, I live, I live in a different country, so I'm not helping the situation. But like, I think it's it's um, it's been out there so long that it's just not, it's not uh, talked about anymore. People aren't, people aren't uh, remembering it. I mean, fucking the the people. The if we're on, you know, if if you're on the internet, the people are making content and like getting millions of likes and 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 setting the tone for what is popular and stuff they're fucking in their early 20s you know yeah and they they yeah. might not never have seen do you know what the, do you know, i bet you now i bet you if you googled uh father ted or like youtube or something like that and it, it, like not looking for the episodes but the newest content on it right the newest um <clears throat> piece of news or or video or whatever on youtube of father ted it'll be like Americans watching stupid Irish Father Ted or 20 something year old watching Father Ted and it'd be like a, a like a reaction video being like oh they used to watch this was you know this is crazy yeah. you know <laughs> it would be like it would be seen as a a gimmick not a gimmick but a, a like um it'll be seen as a uh a, um a novelty to watch it you wouldn't watch it because you're like ah this is brilliant it's like oh, this is what they used to watch you know <laughs> yeah It'd be like, I can't believe my dad finds this funny kind of thing. <laughs> Fuck me, that's it? Yeah. That's it? That's exactly what it is. Oh, God. But it's really funny. <laughs> it's, re- it's, it's really funny. And it did dictate so many comedic and cultural references for so long. Yes. Um, and listen, if you're, <laughs> I will still say, if you're, let's say, 30 years old plus, yep. And thinking of moving to Ireland, it's still for our generation of people. It's still the cult, you know. You still will hear it referenced, and it's still yes. Even if you're younger, I think watching it is a good idea because it kind of gives you an insight a little bit into what people find funny here and yes. are 
and I, and I I think that learning that sort of stuff is important because when I was learning Spanish, actually, I when I got better at the language, I still wasn't able to get some of the jokes because I didn't get the cultural reference. Yeah. Um, like they would refer to an actor or something and they'd make a joke about the actor that is kind of, I don't know, one of those jokes that's been made about this actor for mm-hmm. years and years. And I didn't know, number one, who the actor was or know the the joke that they were referencing. So mm-hmm. everyone else in the room was laughing. I understood the words, but I didn't find it funny because I didn't get the cultural reference. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's why I do think learning aspects of culture in and i'm sure it's the same thing even when you go to denmark like Mm -hmm. people are speaking (laughs) and it's something and and you just don't get the cultural reference that they're talking about yeah 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 has that happened to you absolutely uh i'm trying to think now like (laughs) dates have a really shitty sense of humor (laughs) if i'm being if i'm being brutally honest like so it's it's never it's it's very dry and normally very dark so it's very straightforward it's not okay it's not complex i mean there would be like silly like people will laugh at like often politicians like 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 mention a, a politician from like a few governments ago and joke about them because like that like and that i'll i'll not get i'll be like okay i i'm guessing that's going to be something that a scandal that they were involved in but i don't get 100 what's happening there but um but that's it really but uh they don't yeah. have like yeah they don't they don't yeah a very dry sense of humor here man they're good fun like they're good fun but like 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 the classic is like uh uh i used to work at a bar and a bit like hi guy uh I store all uh, uh, like three big beers, and uh, and my friend is paying, <laughs> and that's the big joke. That's the big joke. You're like, oh, all right, but is he actually paying, or are you paying, sir? <laughs> yeah, someone uh, does have to pay me for this. this yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I love that Mark. I, they're 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 all great. I'm just I'm just being um cynical. Um, but you, I, I, yeah. You, you make a good point there by watching it and getting culture because it isn't very like it, that's the other great thing about Father Ted and why if you watch it now it'll still be funny because it's 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 aged well it's ne- it very rarely references um things of the time it doesn't talk about the local like the the the, prior, the, the Taoiseach of the time it doesn't talk about much about like events happening of the time it's just situational. So it's just shit happening, these guys. And it's still relevant today. It's not like, oh, God, we're, we like, well, actually, maybe they do reference River Dance, but like, it, it, they don't talk about like fucking, you know, so the, so like the, the, the Berlin Wall fell there a few years ago. Jesus, what are we going to do now? You know, it's like, it's, yeah. Uh, and because of that, they, all the, 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 the jokes are cultural jokes, right? So there's a classic one. Um, where um, Mrs. Doyle, which is the 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 um, the housekeeper for for the priests on the island, Mrs. Doyle uh, meets. She's a very funny, funny woman. She's like she, I think that I, I can't remember her name. Paula. Pauline McGlynn. Pauline. Pauline McGlynn. That's it. Um, she was only like I think early twenties when she played that character. Yeah, it's meant to be like a, a like a, a raggedy old lady. Uh, she's they're perfectly cast, but uh, yeah. She, that, Mrs. Doyle meets another old lady 
and they they have a they argue about who's going she's like i'll i'll buy this cup of tea now and she's like no no mrs doyle i'll buy the cup of tea and it, it just goes like it escalates and it goes crazy i won't spoil it but like it, it goes off the wall crazy that that one premise of like who's going to buy the tea and it's it's a perfect it's a perfect introduction to irish mentality right like buying yeah. a pint buying something for somebody i'll get this one sure no 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 i'll i'll get this. sure look put that away your money's no good here put it away you know yeah like, that is not what you do in like for denmark is it 100 not that right it's it's very clear we discuss uh who's paying for something right like before anything happens like oh, i'm gonna go get a pint and they go up and get a pint they come back down with one point they don't like unless they offer to buy you a pint or something like that it's not it's never assumed that like they'll be doing rounds or anything like that it's discussed now i'm not saying people don't buy you drinks or stuff but it's discussed right okay it's never like sure look i'll get and so a dane coming to ireland would probably find that very informative <laughs> to be like yeah oh okay right this is like because it, it has to be it's played so extreme even if you don't know the culture you'll have to take it being like okay well that's a thing <laughs> you know that's something they do a hundred percent yeah because like unfortunately here i don't know i think it's nice um yeah, if if you didn't know that you're in a group of like three people, whatever, four people, yeah. you go to the bar. It's it's rude not to at least ask. Yeah, we go. I'm going to the bar. Do you do you want something? You know. Yeah, yeah. And then that person will have the option. You you're then making a decision, actually, on on how you want your night to go. So it's no, it's it's really true though. Um, because in that in that moment you're standing or sitting at a table let's say there's mm -hmm. four of you mm -hmm. um and i say guys uh, i'm gonna get a pint uh, does anybody else want one and if everybody goes yeah 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 i was like okay i instantly know i'm at least having four pints tonight yes <laughs> okay yeah 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 that's true that's but true. if, if yeah, someone yeah. if someone goes yeah yeah and the other person goes no i'm grand i'll get myself one mm. You're like, okay, I'm at least having three points tonight. And that because person might have one point ha and then leave. Yeah, because the other person, like, so what you're referencing is when you've done that, the the etiquette, generally speaking, is that the other people will buy you a drink to make up for it. Yeah. So, and that's each person will do that that night. So you buy four drinks, you will receive four drinks from those people when they go up to the bar. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah, you... Well, you get back what you put in um, yes. yeah, yeah. and you know that in in the form of pints is like it, it's a it's a it's kind of it's a funny cultural thing but i think because of that we're also yeah. very attuned and very aware to uh how how much each person has drank um yeah. so i'll be paying like a little bit of attention like uh, after years you can do this unconsciously it's like changing gears in the car you don't have to pay so much attention to it but when you're like eight 17 18 years old and you're in the pub you're really focused on the conversation but also on how much a person has of their pint have they drank because uh -huh. the last thing you want is to be slow drinking and a person uh -huh. is sitting in front of you with an empty glass for 10 or 15 minutes that is yeah. not something that you should let happen so <laughs> i either you hurry up and try and drink at the same speed as that person is drinking yeah or 
you go listen i'll get you a point now and i'll come back uh-huh. uh, and then uh-huh. i'll finish my point and i'll have an extra point as well so <laughs> basically if someone buys around you can so you this like real unconscious uh you know probably drinking quite fast i think you'll you know, people will notice that irish people drink quite quickly mm-hmm. um and then this kind of like a little mini superpower of knowing the quantities of uh, liquid in each person's glass at the table. <laughs> you'd like right? just you. You don't have to. You could like you could hear the clink of a glass. You don't even have to look, and you'd be like, "That's three quarters full there now." <laughs> yeah, and and here, here here I am. You know, I'm no, um, I'm not what they would classify as a big drinker or anything like that. I go out and have a few pints maybe once a week, and and that's it. But I'm not, you know, in the pub every night down in yeah. pints, um. So I'm on the lower level of things, uh. but take me out of that culture. And I remember going back to when I first went to Spain and people order a caña, which is like a small, small beer. Mm. Um, and again, it's a different culture. So I might get everybody a, I'll go, listen, guys, I'll, I'll get everyone a canya. So, and this is yeah. this what happened, this true story. So, everybody has this little small glass of beer in front of them mm-hmm. and start drinking so incredibly slowly because, <laughs> because in Spain, uh, uh, people actually meet for the conversation and, and, and the talk, and Irish people do as well, <laughs> but. It's it's the conversation's like, fueled by the alcohol. Fueled by the alcohol, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Um, it's like a turbo boost, you know. It's like, all right, <laughs> let's let's have a chat and let's turbo yeah. boost this chat with some with some with some boost, right? Whereas yeah. over there, they don't need the turbo boost; they're already turbo boosted up with their own genetics and yeah. uh, Latin flair. Uh, yeah. I definitely don't have that, so. <laughs> They were drinking this, like, I'd say for about two hours with this small, I nearly had a nervous breakdown by the end of it because <laughs> I'm trying, how is it scientifically possible that I can drink this such a small beer at such a slow speed? Because remember, years and years of trying to drink at the same speed as yeah. other people, this is the first time I've tried to be drinking as slowly as somebody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then what happens at the end is you just you just can't. So you 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 decide either I'm not drinking Mm-hmm. And I just prefer to get a glass of water and, uh-huh. you know, just drink water like a normal person or yep. I'm not drinking tonight because yep. I can't cope with the slow <laughs> speed of this drinking. And it took me about two years to unlearn that Irish kind of cultural thing of fast drinking and uh, it, to, to manage it. And I learned that, you know, because I remember when I, I when I first went over there, people would be like at lunchtime, do you, do you want a beer? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, I'm yeah. not, I can't, I can't start, I can't drink now. I can't, because that would mean having one beer means I'm going to have more than one beer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That's drinking. Yeah. And, and I have to go back to work later, but it took mm-hmm. me about two years to, to be able to manage. Let's just actually have one beer. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make you drunk or anything. And, yeah, and you yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, go back, back to work as if it was a kind of totally cup. functional day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was school so of hard head. <laughs> yeah, hard head. Um, 
So you can learn all of this from Father Ted, really. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you can learn an awful lot of it, like an awful lot of it. Like uh, it, it, you, it, it teaches you. I don't honestly, I don't know now what, what how important the church is in Ireland and how, how much of a, a sway it has on, on, you know, you know, the culture. But it's certainly it, it, Father Ted represent like showed us how fucking powerful the church was and not so long ago 30 years ago the church was still full swing fucking half running the place like um and and it, it like father ted was didn't shy away from that like it, it was it was it showed you that like the way everybody like this classic one of like uh there's a, a couple who run a, a shop and they hate each other right and they're constantly fighting uh, of course, I, I don't. When, divorce was was like when was divorce legalized in Ireland? Not so long ago. I'm going to have a quick Google. Not sure. Um, but I think can I just on on that the yeah, yeah. other Ted actually probably referenced referenced um, a generational change, a previous generational change in Ireland, um, in the sense that well, t- typically you know we all remember and it's still to this day priests as incredibly serious people like it was yeah. always like scary. either preaching at you yes yeah, scary yeah. um you know and then going back it could be obviously you know there's this horrible references of, of the you know, catholicism in ireland but okay not even let's just say there's there's really toxic things that we're not going to talk about but mm. just the, the normal let's say good priest was generally quite a serious guy right like yep Typically, anyway, from my experience, like you weren't, you didn't see the priest down in the pub having a few pints with with people. Um, I'm sure there was some that did that, but generally in Ireland, that wasn't the case. There were yep. these kind of, they were apart from the rest of people because they're almost glorified mm-hmm. uh, and they had so much power. So let's say my, my, my grandmother's generation, she would have absolutely she would have been supporting the RTE to say, let's never put this on the television. Because yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. This is <clears throat> like, you cannot Near make a joke about it, Reese. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. that changed. Which and is a this... crime, which is a crime as well in our blasphemy on, on TV is, is a crime <clears throat> as well. Yeah. I think it still is. So, I mean, yeah. anyway, sorry, go on. One of those things that I don't think it's paid too much attention to anymore. But, um, like flipping that on its head of this really serious people and then making a comedic show of them and, and technically about them yep. was it just hit the perfect, as you said earlier, you were, you said the word zeitgeist, it hit the nail of the head in terms of the zeitgeist. It's like mm. this new generation needs to tell it as a form of therapy laugh about this situation laugh yes. about this organization laugh at them laugh with them uh, and i think that's one of the reasons why it became so popular because as you the pref the premises of some of the situations that they were in for example mm. the christmas special episode where mm. it must have been so funny for them making that just even <laughs> writing it like yeah. priests getting lost in a lingerie <laughs> section of a shopping center. The largest one in Ireland, I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, 
it's uh yeah it's brilliant in a way yeah uh, yeah could not recommend it anymore no um just to finish the thought <clears throat> 1995 95 was when divorce was legal in ireland um, yeah so again so... it's probably it's that moment of because that's uh, in and around the time when father ted came out Mm -hmm. And it's this mm -hmm. moment where there's, there's a culture shift beginning yes. in Ireland, mid nineties. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was a wonderful way of. Um, I think we've always had a, a a good sense of humor about ourselves, but it was a wonderful way of like, <clears throat> like kind of um, cementing that, being like, we are funny. We're a funny group of people, as in not just like we have a sense of humor, but like we're weird. Irish people are strange. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like we have, we have, we do things and follow things that other people question <laughs> or have, have like, it's okay for people to be like, this is a straight, that's an odd thing to do, but it's nice to laugh at it and be like, but it's us, this is who we are. And we, we, we understand ourselves. It's not like we're naive to the madness, you know? Yeah. I also think we have a tendency to like someone someone might slap you in the face and mm. instead of kind of it's not accepted in ireland to be like oh, oh my god you know someone what's accepted in ireland is ha, someone slapped me in the face that's hilarious <laughs> you know and it's it's yeah. a kind of weird way of dealing with it yeah um, and okay that's that's a bad you know a, a, a example but you know we we were talking before this podcast started about you know a professional situation that is not particularly desirable all right it's it's a it's a bad situation but we were just mm -hmm. laughing at it because that's the way to deal with it <laughs> like you you don't want yeah. me as another fellow irishman you don't want me to sit down and i don't want to sit down and go listen man it's uh re you know really and the way for us to deal with it is to laugh about it yeah like it's and, not it's not that we can't be honest and say these things it's just with we 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 need to be able to uh not just laugh at like of course laugh at it but like but laughing at it kind of like lightens it lightens it and and you, you, you don't you accepting the madness of it all and being like sure look it, it is it, like it's shit but sure fuck it it sure isn't everything it's grand <laughs> on, you know like it's <laughs> like we'd we were we're such a uh a, a, like internally like melancholy somber group of people that if we were externally melancholy melancholy and somber yeah. we'd fucking all kill ourselves i mean we yeah. need to, we need to help each other out by having a laugh at it all you know um, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. there was um at the gig i was at last night by um from luke clerkin um who's been on this podcast before phenomenal gig uh well done luke it was it was it was great He's got some amazing lyrics and one of them, I'm not going to, I can't remember it word for word, but it was something kind of what we're talking about now, which is the idea of like carrying around little pebbles or stones mm. for so long that they become boulders, you know, the oh. weight of them carrying yeah. something for so long that it becomes yeah. so heavy, even though yeah. it's actually quite light. Yeah. So it's that kind of idea of, oh, again, of making a mountain out of a molehill. You know that mm. expression as well um and i think comedy in ireland and with father ted it was a fantastic tool for trying at least trying to and i don't think they were directly trying their the, the intention of the show wasn't i don't think to do this but 
just as a, as a side effect, it happened that perhaps they made light of this serious group of people so that the conversation could start mm-hmm. in Ireland about, you know, what's this you know, Catholic church organization all about? Um, yeah. And what are, what are the extremely good aspects of it? Because don't get me wrong, I think there are some extremely good aspects of it, but also what is the terrible toxic things that needs mm-hmm. to be addressed and we need to talk about and uh, some people need to be held responsible for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was like something that happened in Ireland at the perfect time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. It was, it was like, um, perfect timing. Like, I mean, it's, it's just like, like every, it, it just, it, everything about it is just like, Right. There's nothing you can say that like, like including, um, of course, the topics and things like that, but also the performances, like the actors were just perfectly timed to be there. Now, of course, the main characters, like the main cast are all brilliant, but like uh, anybody who follows any bit of Irish comedy, the biggest names in Irish comedy have been on Father Ted. Yeah. Young up and comers now, of course, I'm sure there's some Irish comedians making their way now and they're they're. They're too young to have been part of it, but like um, Tommy Tiernan, um, uh, Tommy Tiernan, uh, oh, who else was there? Uh, Graham okay, Norton, Graham Norton, Tommy Tiernan, um, a bunch of I can't remember their names now, but there's a bunch of other fucking great Irish comedians who who, who show their face in that show. It was brilliant. It was really really good. Yeah. Um, what's the fellow who does the? Uh... I never mind. Yeah, I'm just thinking about Irish comedians now. But yeah, it was great. it was perfectly done. Perfectly done. <clears throat> yeah, if you're listening, if you if you've managed to to listen all the way through our, our ramblings uh, about random stuff, uh, Spanish Irish drinking cultures, uh, <laughs> Danish Irish senses of humor, yeah. um, Catholic Church, congratulations. We appreciate you listening this much. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, I for sticking would, it I, out. <laughs> thanks for sticking it out. If you haven't watched Father Ted and you're curious, <clears throat> I recommend checking it out. I'm not even sure where you can watch it these days, but I'm sure it's I on think, one of the I think it, yeah, it's YouTube, I'm sure, has uh, has a few sneaky ones up there, full episodes. I've somebody yeah. told me. And also, also the music, the music is just heartwarming. The, the sound, the intro, the intro music is so fucking great. It's really nice. Um yeah. and it's by it's by um, the Divine Comedy, an Irish group, um, and um, it's actually a really wonderful song. It, like, so it's 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 sung by the Divine Comedy that they turned like they they put a bit of a a, a melody like a, a a twang to it to make it more like kind of fit the show. But it's a real song called "Songs of Love" by the Divine Comedy, and it's really nice. It's a wonderful song. So. Also check that out if 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 you're going down the rabbit hole of of Father Ted and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, Owen, thank you so much. Thank you. It was really nice to reminisce on the 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 good old Father Ted days.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 